Well, there's never a dull day here in the Northern Territory when it comes to our politicians and the shenanigans they seem to get up to. And joining me now to discuss further, Chris Walsh from the NT Independent. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Mel. This is uh, this is a little bit crazy because in the lead up to the election, Territory Alliance really was just a roaring lion. Like it was there, it was everywhere. They were going to change the face of the NT. They had big plans for uh, politics, but it would seem like a balloon that's had a pin in it. It's just mm-hmm. gone, and they're all gone. Yeah. Well, as of last week, look, it was the first sittings uh, in Parliament of the uh, the new Assembly, the Fourteenth Assembly. So the first sittings for Territory Alliance post-election. They, of course, had uh, got through that d- disastrous campaign for them uh, where they were clearly unable to kind of build off of the, mm. the momentum that they had from the Johnston by-election, as you recall, where mm. they were, you know, the second party there and it looked like things were, were looking good for them. Really big disaster in the campaign. They walk out of it with only one sitting member, that of course being Robin Lamley, uh, a member for Erlewin down in Alice Springs. So she shows up at Parliament last week, uh, I guess ready to kind of represent the party and do what what she had to do. Um, And instead, what what happened was the party then sent her a letter saying, uh, look, we don't like your conduct. We don't like, we don't think you're representing the best interests of the party. And you got to show cause here on Sunday or else we're booting you out of the out of the party. Now, where that's like only in the NT type of thing is I've never heard of a political party not wanting representation in Parliament before. So They'd rather have no one. (laughs) Not a soul. They'd rather just like tumbleweeds going through. Yeah, it was was very unusual. So what Robin Lamley did, of course, because she had been hinting at that anyway, and I think we all got the sense, those of us around Parliament, that... uh, you know, she really wasn't in it um, for the party that much, and mm. that she she always felt that she could better serve her constituents in Alice Springs as an independent. She kind of voiced those kind of concerns, so they've kind of forced her, made up her mind for her, and said, "Look, you're gone." So she says, "No, I'm out of here. I'm resigning. See you later. I'm back as an independent." So an unusual thing. So now that puts the party back in this position of um, not really being an official party anymore, no. not having any representation. So, you know, whether or not that, you know, and, and talking to some of the members about why they did this and why this happened they said look we we need new leadership of course it was so bad with under terry mills uh you would think that they would want to work with their elected member but they haven't so um you know you really got to ask the question now where do they go from here is this you know is the brand kind of damaged beyond repair at this point it'll be interesting to see i mean look they've they've tried to get their finances in order in terms of those disclosures that have recently come up from the Electoral Commission, but uh, yeah, and they said that they have, they say they're financially in a, in a good position, but uh, Well, they we'll should see. be. There's a lot of money that's been um, floating around. Well, yeah, and from one, from their leader, or former leader anyway, so yeah, look, it was somewhere around three quarters of a million dollars that they raised for the campaign, and then yeah. we find out just late Friday that uh, that Terry Mills had in fact put in $366,000 of his own money into the that party. so much cash. Yeah, well, it must be pretty lucrative being a politician it, these days in the NT. It would seem to have that much money to throw into something and then to walk away. And and yeah. we haven't really heard from him. No, no, we haven't. And uh, yeah, whatever his... Well, look, I think he, he's probably aware, as everybody is, that will probably be the end of his political career. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you had the deputy leader being Robin Lamley, who, you know, under the, those disclosures, shows that she put in about 22000 of her own money, so fourteen from a company that she owns, Matt Harry's, and 8000 of her own money. Um, yeah, so where... where but And so she's out that money. Uh, Terry Mills is out, wow, yeah. $366,000. Uh, now, a lot of that was they had some issues in 
the party in terms of uh, the campaign strategy and who they brought in. Of course, it was a, a pollster and campaign director, James Lantry, and a lot of the, the rank and file members mm. didn't really want him in there. And Delia Laurie, too, of course. Uh, Which always seemed like strange bedfellows to me. Yeah, it did. Like, it did. But weird. Yeah. And, but you look at it. I mean, look, they've, uh, they know politics. And when you're in the, the heat of a campaign, you need mm. to make decisions. And it's not one of those things where you can go back to the grassroots and get you know, party support or mm. a majority for everything. So, um, but the, a lot of the people didn't like those guys being in there. So Terry made a promise to them to keep them on side and said, look, I, I will guarantee, I'll personally guarantee that I'll pay whatever that those campaign costs are. And now we're seeing that it seems to keep going up now, $366,000 yeah. for that. And then got nothing to show for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems really strange to me that that people who are so passionate or, or passionate enough and believe in, you know, Territory Alliance and believe in community service and so on, they stand up and they fight so hard mm. to get these positions and so on, and then they fade away into the background. Do you lose that conviction? Do you lose the beliefs that you were spouting off to everybody during that time? Like, so, yeah. it, 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 to me, I find it really strange that the whole party's sort of gone, yeah. and, you know, like, okay, we're in the background. What do you think's next for them. But yeah, look, I don't know, Mel. It's going to be difficult without anybody there. I mean, where, you know, how do they show their relevance anymore, really? And, yeah. you know, I think it goes back to a lot. Like, a lot of people were saying that during the campaign. You know, it's good that we have a third party here. It's, like, that's what everybody really wanted. We got sick of the CLP and Labor. Yeah. And um, it's just too bad it's being run by Terry Mills. And so now... Now it isn't, but now, I mean, do they have that relevancy anymore? Right. Do they have that energy to get out there and get it? I, I'm not sure, I don't think. And then what happens to that seat? Because, you know, as Territorian voters, we vote and expect a certain amount of people in there fighting the good fight. And right now, there's just a seat there with no one sitting in it. Does that mean that no decisions should be made? Well, yeah, I mean, look, you mean Robin Lamley's case? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah because yeah. who's doing that? Yeah, well, Robin will just represent them as an independent here moving forward. and yeah, So but she it, gets to stay? In there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, she kind of signed up to be Territory Alliance n near the end of the last term. Yeah. And uh, I think we broke that story back in April, um, which was surprising then. She had gone, and then they had Jeff Collins as well and yeah. Terry Mills. So they had three members, went to the election, came back with one, and now, just like that, it's kind of all over for her. Yeah. For but, Territory Alliance. But voters voted her in on the back yeah. of Territory Alliance and, well, the, and the, that the, sort of thing, the, and now she's not them. It's, it's yeah, That's a really interesting... So she's not voted in. Yeah. She's not, like, that's why my... Yeah, it's really interesting political point that yeah. you're making there because um, I wonder if she really was. Like, I remember she only yeah. won by 42 yeah. votes or something against Damian Ryan down there in Alice Springs. Now, the question's always been, she's been a popular independent. Would she have gotten more votes Had if she, she just stayed as an independent? Yeah. Um, I think that that's probably something she would say, that she probably would have done better just yeah. as an independent because people weren't sure of, of Territory Alliance and the brand down there in Alice Springs. They got, they got decimated down there and just yeah. wiped out. But she, she managed to, to maintain, and we think it's probably due to personal popularity for Robin Lamley down there because yeah. she is a popular local member. So, yeah, so, I mean, look, it's something that she should probably bring up with her constituents mm. down there and see what they have to say. But the way that that all happened in the heat of Parliament last week, you know, it's just NT politics it's moving as crazy as usual. And then NT politics moving crazy as usual. <laughs> Chief Minister Michael Gunner has had what seems to be a little bit of a brain snap at a press conference and basically put his hand, fingers in his ears and said, I'm not going to answer anything, la, 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 I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was uh, extraordinary there in front Friday afternoon. So, of course, what happened was last week, uh, so shortly after being sworn in now as this new 14th Assembly, uh, mm. the Gunner government, um, 
with 14 seats now. They uh, reduced from the 18 they had won uh, last time. So they get sworn in. Their first order of business is to scrap what's called the Legislative Scrutiny Committee. Now, that's kind of the body, that an oversight body that, that, mm. that, that looks at the legislation as it's proposed before it comes to the, to the House to be voted on. And what was really good about this, and they brought it in in 2016, 2017, saying that, look, we're, we're restoring integrity to Parliament, we're opening up Parliament to the people, and in fact, the public could go in and comment on it. Now, a lot of people, day-to-day people, wouldn't have time to do yeah. that, but you've got a lot of, of groups that are involved, stakeholder groups, who got to have a say on the legislation, as well as the individual parliamentarians. So what they did as soon as they were sworn in was they scrapped that integrity body, um, that oversight committee, and they said, no, we don't need that anymore. And that upset a lot of people in Parliament. They copped heat all week uh, during sittings. And then on Friday afternoon, press conference about uh, the repatriation mm, uh, the flights, flights coming yeah. in yeah, from London. Um, it then took a turn towards the scrutiny committee where Michael Gunner was asked, you know, well, why? Why have you done this? I mean, you, you promised that yeah. this was a big thing. And also, you know, changing question time to, to limit the number mm. of questions for independence and opposition. So he's questioned about this. And, and at one point, you know, the he, he, he continues the story, blaming it on the CLP, and it's, you know, the CLP has to do the scrutiny. And I think the journalist says to him, well, you know, that doesn't pass the pub test. Yeah. And she continues to ask some questions, and he kind of snaps, and he says, stop, stop, stop. You know, don't ask me any more questions about this. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll explain however I feel fit to explain. It, it's really quite extraordinary that that would happen in a, in a press conference, mm. that the chief minister would kind of snap like that. Um, certainly wasn't showing any discipline there. And perhaps he is on edge. You know, perhaps there's a lot of pressure on him these days. And look, we know that uh, in a couple of weeks, November 10th, his, first, yeah, his first budget as treasurer. Yeah. So I would... I would suggest he might be under a little bit of stress at this yeah. point. Yeah. Has there been any movement as far as the NT Independent is, is concerned to being welcomed into these press conferences, these media opportunities, or are you still out the door? Yeah, look, they still have the door closed to us at this point, but um, we continue to lobby. And, you know, it was interesting that uh, a body out of uh, New York City, actually, called the Committee to Protect Journalists, put out a press yeah. release calling on Michael Gunner to lift his ban. So it's now an international yeah. incident, Mel. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we hope that they come to their senses soon and, and you know, we're, we're still there and we're trying to work with them and work through it. And there's a lot of um, Australian bodies behind us too, lobbying the government behind the scenes saying, look, you can't really do this. So it's a bad look when you're banning one uh, yeah. organization without a good excuse and then at the other side of it, you're then telling journalists that they can't ask questions yeah. anymore if they get uncomfortable for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, certainly not how you want to run a government. It's a slippery slope, you mm-hmm. know, it's a really slippery slope. So if there are other, you know, like... NT News or ABC or whoever else who have their their um, media representatives, their journalists inside those doors, who I imagine when you were first banned from it went, <laughs> it could be you next. Yeah. You know, it could oh, absolutely be you yeah. next. Yeah, yeah, and when we see what happened on Friday where yeah. he was just cutting off questions. Not, yeah. doing it, not having it. Yep, so yeah, where does it end here yeah. now? And he's going to, you know, and, and it's really dangerous on a national level too. People could point to what's going on here with this, this you know, illegal ban on, on the free press and say, yeah. well, look, there's a precedent and we're going to do it too. So, yeah. 
and we know that a lot of people around the country are, are behind us here and trying to do this. A lot of organizations, right? You got the MEAA, and you've got uh, uh, another committee to protect mm-hmm. journalists for journalist freedom. The Alliance for Journalist Freedom have come out on on our side, and they see that this is a dangerous precedent that's yeah. setting. So, I think sooner or later something's going to give. And like you said, it's now being watched internationally, which mm-hmm. is not a good thing for Darwin. You know, these guys had to take a break from writing about, like, you know, imploring yeah. third world countries. Yeah. <laughs> to respect journalism. They had to take a break from that work yeah. to write to the it's chief minister. So it's crazy. Um, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. There's a whole lot more to talk about, so we might try and catch up uh, early next week, yeah? Yeah, for sure, Mel. Have a great day. Thanks.